Welcome back. Retail Therapy, Episode 9. My name's Will DeFreeze. In the studio with me today is my co-host, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, what is popping? Oh, not too much. Just uh, just getting my groove on. It's the, you know, if you can't tell, if you're watching on youtube.com slash watch media, it's officially the summer of bloke core, it? <laughs> <laughs> when, when Barrett walked into the studio today and we saw him in the parking lot, my eyes just absolutely lit up, Barrett. For the people at home, yeah, can we yeah. get a can we get a rundown of this kit, please? Yeah, this is this is the Texas edition of bloke of of the summer of bloke core. Mm-hmm. Look, it's we're already. I mean, I know it's early May, but like we're already in the uh, in the dead of summer here. It's ninety degrees from here on out. Like nothing. We're just we can't do the stonewashed jeans, man. It's no. just it, it, it's it's too hot for that already. It's going to be a brutal summer. So I do have a uh, I have a vintage. Um, soccer shirt on this is a black and red one it's umbro um it is representing the flamengo side out of rio de janeiro brazil they play in the world's largest soccer stadium they say it can hold like two hundred thousand people that's too many people as estimates put it at more like 100 in between 155 and 180,000. but this is i think i mentioned when we when we talked about blowcore that you know I, I grew up playing club soccer and so like from the ages of nine to 14 like I was, I was big on soccer. I was like collecting the jerseys, and I had a chance to go to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where I just picked up a whole gang of like bootlegs from from Rio de Janeiro street vendors. My parents were coming up from Mother's Day this weekend. Before they came, I was like, "You got to go to the upstairs closet, dig around for me, <laughs> see if those old jerseys are still there." And my mom walked in the door on Sunday and had like six jerseys oh, in her hands. So I'm, I am now, I am officially set for the summer of bloke core and I, I really couldn't be happier. You're man. living good right now because I don't know what <laughs> happened in my life. I know I didn't give them away, but I have so many jerseys that I know that I've purchased in the past. And I, I fear that my parents just donated a box of them and it's killing me. This is a, I mean, we talked about it last or last episode. This is the perfect example of a vintage jersey that deserves to be worn in the name of Blokecore. Yeah, it, it, pretty much every single one that that my mom showed up with, they all collared. Yeah, Th- this was just like in 1999. This was just the look of soccer shirts. Yeah. Like that, that they all had collars. That was we were, we were doing prep on a soccer shirts on the, soccer jerseys. The new I guess. Manchester United kit that has been leaked, not confirmed yet, but mm-hmm. there are so many leaks on it that I'm almost guaranteeing that it is the jersey for next season. Yeah, yeah. does have a collar on it. That being said, I'm pretty much against everything the team is doing right now, so mm-hmm. I don't see myself supporting them by buying a, a shirt. Well, but I mean, you, you just you got to be real, real bummed about this Halan signing. Are you going to have an opportunity anywhere else to talk to talk about the the Man City? I thought signing, about you know, inserting you, myself into the uh, conversation on too much on dip too, yesterday, yeah, but yeah. I was honestly annoyed. <laughs> Uh, it, it was the winter of 2019, pre-pandemic. Times were different. The vibes hadn't shifted yet. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, well. I was on a train uh, from London to to uh, Edinburgh, and we made a stop in Newcastle to drop off some some old lads at the at the match that was happening that mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of old Newcastle fans who were just I mean these guys were in their 70s probably, and they were just drinking beers and enjoying themselves. And uh, that was the moment when I found out that Manchester United was not signing him the first time. Okay. And that one was more heartbreaking than this time because I'd already made up my mind that I didn't care. But, you know, as someone who really wanted to sign him, uh, it's going to be very hard to watch him play for a rival team for so long. Yeah. But to, yeah. you know what? That's Now I get to hate him, which is also kind of fun. <laughs> like, I mean, it's kind of fun to turn on somebody that you previously liked. So I guess I'm just going to do that now. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, if you're not already doing so, Every episode of Retail Therapy is available on youtube.com slash washmedia. As Barrett already said, 
Uh, I think we need to do a listener questions episode relatively soon. Definitely. Um, a programming note. We are, are recording three weeks in a row of retail therapy. Usually we do every other week. We got another episode coming next week. So look forward to that. Maybe that'll be our listener questions one for the, the big uh, trademark 10th episode. Ooh, yeah. Wow. That's big time. I can't believe that we've already done 10 of these. That's I mean, we, that's, st- that's we started at the beginning of the year and it's I, already yeah, May. Yeah, you're right. We've you're- gone through like... I don't even know the trends that we've gone through at this point, but now we're, yeah, officially in. So what are you wearing on the bottom of so this? So the bottom, I I, I I call this Texas bloatcore because I just, I couldn't do the jeans. I just went with nylon shorts. Okay. Not black nylon shorts and, uh, and, uh, and New Balance 992s. There you so, go. So, you know, it's, it's the Texas version. I need, I need, I just need to go online and just get some old jerseys because my current ones are too current in my opinion and they're too athletically cut. Yeah, right. Yeah, Nike, Nike made a switch in the mid 2000s that went from being like, you know, these are uh, essentially like high end shirts. And now they made the switch and now they're just like very tight fitting things. Yes. And I, can, I don't want to do that. Yeah, they're, they're more like workout tops, basically. And it's it's not the it's not the vibe. I, I feel I, w- I was, you know, when 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 I found the stash, when when I, I got my hands on them, I could just tell immediately like that they were all going to fit just just like i wanted them to mm-hmm. so i'm just i'm thanking 13 year old me for just like buying them you know way too big yeah but also just like i guess a benefit of being a small person is is that uh I, i'm not that much bigger now than i was when i was 13 i guess <laughs> yeah see my body is uh, I, my cousins would call me stick boy when i was in high school and i no longer get called that randomly so i'm gonna assume that my body's changed enough that stick, like stick boy was your nickname yeah my cousins just called me stick boy i was very thin uh i could eat as much taco bell as i pleased and and I could still maintain my uh, they also called me Foreman uh, from that 70s show yeah, as he yeah. was very skinny and had a big head of hair. And that's kind of what I looked like probably on the soccer field the entire time. Love it. We're going to start off today with something that I am unfamiliar with. I've never done before. Uh, my my loyal co-host here is a, a very recent user of this methodology. And it's all about, you know, for some of us out there, it's not about toning it. It's about tanning it. And we're talking spray tan <laughs> summer right now. Barrett, uh, the last time I saw you, uh, I'm not going to feel any shame saying this. You were absolutely glowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You had just gotten a fresh haircut, which is uh, still hitting today. Thank you. Uh, You had just gotten a fresh spray tan. And, you know, I don't want to jump too far into the mesh shirt conversation before our (laughs) next segment. But you were wearing a mesh shirt that complemented everything very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I did not. uh, Are you you a longtime spray tanner? Yeah, so so I've, it's not something that I do with with any type of like real regularity. Mm-hmm. I probably do it twice a year on average. You know, maybe sometimes it's three, maybe sometimes it's only one. But there are there it, it it's something that I have never been like ashamed to go, you know, to just walk in there and like, you know, I'm I'm one dude just surrounded by women getting spray tanned. It's I'm always solo in there. It's a very heavy it's a heavily it, female clientele mm-hmm. versus the men and I That's feel right. like when you walk in there, I can't imagine that there's much of a you know a hesitancy to to do a the the male spray tan. But I feel like when you're in the group chat, you might feel some some blowback from some of the other people who aren't about that. Yeah, that, definitely. I mean, I, there's definitely there's just that male hesitation to like kind of indulge in this type of vanity, this type of you know beauty method, this type of of, of just kind of being extra with regards to the way that that you look. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that anybody that knows me or is listening can guess that none of this is anything that I have an issue with. Like, like I, like I wear my vanity very proudly and (laughs) that's the new, that's the new description (laughs) of this podcast. We we are, we wear our vanity proudly. (laughs) Um, and like, 
you know, it, that, that was 10, 12 days ago that, that you're, that you're speaking to. And like my spray tan is gone now. And I, you know, I was in some photos with my parents yesterday and I just, it, the, the difference is night and day. Like you just like with a healthy glow, you just look better. Yes. Like being tan is awesome. Yes. And, and, and the way that the airbrush spray tans work now, like, you know, it's, it, yes, it's noticeable, but not in a way where people are like, why are you orange? Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? I bet, like they, they can tell that you've done something and that maybe this is not a week in Cabo, mm -hmm. but like, it's like, you know, like, like you said, it's a glow more yeah. than anything and whether, you know, how natural it looks, I don't really care because it, it looks smashing. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I got my first certified tan of the year when I was in Cabo this past weekend and I couldn't stop taking mirror selfies. I was like, no, I, I want to get in front of this mirror and get a selfie right now. I, I've not felt this good about myself in a long time. It's been yeah. a long winter in Austin, Texas. The, the glow is really nice. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't know if you'll, if you'll experience this over the, the next few days or if you experienced it, you know, on your, on your weekend trip. But man, the other piece of it is like, I just don't tan like I used to either. No. Like I can get a good, I can get some good color with a few days at the pool or at the beach or wherever. But it doesn't last like it used to, and it doesn't develop the way that it used to, and it's very fleeting. And so, like having this, having the spray tan in your bag in your arsenal, you know, it's just it's it's nice because the other piece of it is, look, man, Randy over here, he gets to have Sunday pool days at the apartment complex and hang out with the boys mm -hmm. and just mob deep, and uh, and and do that type of thing. Once you're in your mid thirties, those, those opportunities, they, they're gone, man. My only opportunity at this point to get a little sun and get some of that alone time by the pool is when, uh, Fritz is napping and it's, you know, at, at that two o'clock hour, when I put him down, I know that if somebody else is home, I know that I can run down to the pool and get a couple hours worth of sun. Yeah. But like, I mean, outside of that, it's, it is much more difficult these days. And now you've officially, based on, you know, how good you looked the other day and how, <laughs> how I, I, I do like how I look better with a bit of color on me. Now I'm, I, I'm very interested by the spray tan. Do you mind if I ask you a few very targeted questions about spray tans? Yeah, yeah, shoot. First and foremost, what can one expect to pay when they get a spray tan? All right. So we're in a, a, a market, I would say, where everything is expensive. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know what this, like, I don't know what a spray, I, I'm guessing that this cost of a spray tan here is lower than it is in New York or LA, Yeah, but higher than it might be in Houston or Dallas. Okay. It's 40 bucks. Okay. That's actually much less than I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a good amount of money to pay for something that is that, you know, vanity driven. But at yep. the same time, I understand, I, I would have guessed that you would have said anywhere between, you could have told me up to $120 and I would have been like, you know what? I, I understand. The, yeah. And, and, and you, you tip as well, 40, you throw 20% on that. And so you're, you're getting close to 50. I, here's why I think it's not the price that, that, that you're saying. As you can see, it doesn't last that long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very quick process. It, it, you, you, you get three or four solid days of it and then it starts to fade and by like by a week it, it's like you didn't get it okay so it, it, it's pretty fleeting which okay. is why people that are you know dedicated to the glow as a you know you could say the glow are, boys. Are, are in there once a week so there's an episode of fraser it's one of my favorite episodes of fraser ever niles hosts a party at his house and marty niles's dad he decides that he's going to color his hair because he's going to try to attract some ladies that night. 
Uh, he sits down next to the fireplace and he begins to sweat and the hair color starts to drip down his face, much <laughs> like Rudy Giuliani had happened to him in some situation. <laughs> Does anything like that happen to you? I mean, I know that you can right after the spray tan that that can happen, that yeah. you can rub it. like It'll it'll rub off onto your clothes or something like that. Yeah. Is there any concern after you've taken a shower that you will get splotchy or anything? Because being in Texas, we're sweating a lot. We are sweating a lot. I yeah. don't sweat nearly as much as I used to. I'm finally acclimating. <laughs> I'm becoming a lizard at this point. But I I worry about the times when, you know, I'm out at a restaurant or if I went to a soccer. Let's say let's say I go to an Austin FC game and I'm standing out in the sun and mm -hmm. I have a wedding that night. Am I going to am I going to sweat all this off? Yeah, this is the this is the biggest issue with the spray tan and, and or, or the biggest obstacle to the spray tan is it requires a little bit of planning around uh, before both before and after for for best practices and maintenance okay so here's what you here's what you need for about eight to 12 hours after you get sprayed <laughs> everybody can just and by the way this is not the, the the reason that this looks better these days versus like to bring up another tv show the friends episode where ross gets yes. spray tanned like eight times but mm -hmm. all on only on one side um this is an airbrush so okay. somebody comes into the room and airbrushes you with the spray. It's not okay. just a, it's not just a blast out of a nozzle. Okay. So you anymore. used to, did you used to have to step into something and just like blasted you? Yeah. And the spray and it just sprays you. I, that seems reckless, but yeah, I'm glad well, it's that's changed. Why, that's why you get, that's, that's why, that's why you get like one very like solid tone across the whole body. Mm -hmm. Now they're, you know, you're turning your arms and okay. you're putting, putting your leg a certain way so that they're. You know, they're contouring it yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you need you need eight to twelve hours after this where you're letting the color develop. Okay. And during this time, you can't sweat. So you can't work out. You can't shower. You can't do you you, you really you can't do much. And going I and going into the spray tan, you need to be clean and then with no lotion, cologne, moisturizer, anything on your deodorant. Nothing on your body. Okay. So that's that's the, that's where you have to be like prepared for it, and then you also have to be prepared after it to to be in like loose baggy clothing where you don't need to do anything for the next eight to twelve hours before you can rinse it all off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they bring. So you walk in. I mean, is it like a lobby? Like you're getting a haircut. Yep. And so you make your appointment. You mm -hmm. walk in, and they just take you into a back room. And <laughs> do you? Okay. Here's the here's the question. I think a lot of people are wondering: underwear or nah? Yeah. So you get you you for for the men. Anyway, I'm I'm not sure how how this works for for the females. Um, yeah. You 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 go underwear. Okay. Your okay. choice. But I, you know, ideally, I think I'd go underwear and then hike them up. Yeah. I think you, that's my move here. You you want minimal coverage here. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to be sitting at a patio and kick my leg kick up at the patio, up. and someone's like, "What? Ex like, yes. how is that line on your thigh so defined? So like, yeah. there's one. There, it's like it's not like you just fell asleep at the pool. Like, it looks like you know you were doing uh, some spray paint in art class or something. Yeah. That's what I don't yeah. want. Yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, like if the the beyond the the preparation and the and the need for for hours afterwards, where where. One, you can be just like when it develops over that first eight to 12 hours, you're going to look at yourself, especially if the, fir the first time that you're ever doing this and you're going to be like, what have I done? Because it gets there. There's a picture. I know. I know that this is kind of coming up because Pete Davidson looked spray tanned at the Met Gala. He didn't look spray tanned. He was spray tanned <laughs> at the Met Gala. I'm sorry. There's, there's a picture before. I think it's the day before 
where he's at some event, mm-hmm. you can tell that he's had the spray tan and has not washed it off. Yet. Yes. Yeah. I, the, the, like, I, I, I mean, I, to be honest, spray tans are not something that have been on my radar for longer than a couple of weeks now. And so, I mean, I know that people get them. Sally had been getting them for a long time, not very often, but kind of b- before we'd go on a vacation or something like that, she would usually get one. Yeah. And so it's always kind of, now it's something that I'm like looking out for. I'm like, oh yeah, once I saw Pete Davidson was spray tanned, I had to go find all the photos and, and make sure that he was or not. Yeah. He, he definitely was. So so beyond all that, the, that is the weirdest part is that pretty much every, you know, every uh, airbrush artist in there is, oh, female. And mm-hmm. you're getting down to your skivvies, yeah. standing in a little box and letting them come do their thing. I could handle so it. So that, you know. I can handle it. I, I, When I was younger, my mom would send me to, or I went on spring break one year without my parents. And my mom was very worried that I was going to get insanely burned because I didn't have a parent there to tell me, put on sunscreen. And so my senior year of high school, all sp- or for like a month leading up to uh, spring break, I was going to the tanning booth every few days. And obviously that's not something I'd like to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just, I'm my interest is so picked right now. Yeah. I'm, the other thing, we're, I know we're going to get to the shirts. It's this is, uh, I, I'm also like far more likely to do this based on the knowledge of what I'm going to be wearing. Okay, and that particular shirt, which is a kind of creamy mm-hmm. off white that go that veers towards yellow. Yellow is not a color that looks good on my regular skin tone. Yeah, yeah, washes me out. So I you, mean, like th- that for for that color for that look. Like I had to have the contrast. I had to have the the tan going. There's a reason that I packed a, a very stark white t-shirt to Mexico. And there's a reason that I saved it until Saturday morning, our final full day at the pool. Yeah. Because I wanted to show up and look even more tan than I was based on the contrast of my skin to the the actual shirt. The the Monday after Dylan's wedding, when I still had a little bit of it going, I busted out a fresh, plain white tee. You had to. Yeah, I had, you had to. I had to do it. <laughs> Do you have any closing thoughts on the, on the spray tans? Anything that I've missed or any questions that I should have asked? No, I I think that's, you know, I, I think we've basically covered it. I just, it, if you've, if anybody has ever been on the fence about it, like it, it's a, it's a low cost or it's a, it's a low enough cost option that I, that I fully endorse experimenting with it because the, the boost to, I'm, I'm telling you girls and guys and it, you know, and, and, and everybody not, you know what I mean? Yes. The whole range of people yes. out there potentially listening. You you are going to feel great about yourself with that with a healthy glow. That, that's the main reason I want to do it, just yeah. so I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Feels okay. good. Yep. About, uh, a few years ago, I told Sally that I was going to be the tannest person at a wedding we were going to, and I spent so many hours out at our apartment pool. And it was <laughs> mid-COVID, so I didn't really have anything else to do besides go to the apartment pool. So I, I did have the... The luxury of time on my side. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, I mean, it was a lot of work trying to get that base tan. It is. And it's it, a lot. I didn't get much more of a tan than I would have imagined I would have gotten had I just gone and gotten a spray tan for $40. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. What's your time worth, man? You know? I'm currently like trying to think of any events that I have coming up. I'm like, I need someone <laughs> to get married. I need someone to do something so I can go have the excuse. For our Austin listeners, shout, shouts to Hush Hush Tan. That's, okay. That's I'm my, glad that, you called them my, out. That's my spot. I love it. Yeah. Uh, another shout out today. Let's hear from our friends over at Muggsy. Muggsy's are the most comfortable men's jeans on the planet. Built with proprietary stretch denim. These jeans look stylish, but feel like you're wearing sweatpants. These are the most damn comfortable jeans around. The stretch jean for men, they're the first ones to do it for them. So you can have comfort anywhere. When it comes to fit, they have it all. There's no, there's more room for the boys down there. There's more room for everything. And there's no hugging down there. And that's always been, kind of been my issue with jeans. I have kind of a thicker legs down here. 
And I, I always had a very hard time feeling that stretch that I needed on a pair of pants like that. These are never too baggy, never too skinny, always just right. And over everything, they represent comfortability and style. And at the end of the day, I think that's literally all that matters in life. Wearing their jeans, you will never sacrifice feeling good for looking good. So you can look great, feel great, and be your best self rocking Muggsies because you feel comfortable and confident to take on whatever the day throws at you. I can't even imagine what kind of weapon somebody would be like if they got the spray tan and then they had the most comfortable jeans around on. I mean, that's just, it, it's over. They got swimwear too now. I mean, you love to see that. I have a jean jacket sitting at home that's going to get busted out uh, the second the temperature drops below uh, 70 degrees in, I would say, probably November. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited to wear that. Uh, if you're looking to get 10% off, head over and use promo code SCARIES for 10% off. Do your legs a favor and head on over to Muggsy.com to pick up a pair of the most comfortable jeans you've ever worn. That's Muggsy.com for 10% off your entire order using promo code SCARIES. Free your balls once and for all with the most comfortable jeans on planet Earth at Muggsy.com and use promo code SCARIES for 10% off your entire order. All right, Barrett. I wrote, in, I wrote a column recently on the Substack, and it was about my hesitancies surrounding a mesh shirt. To all, everyone out there who read it, I appreciate you. Uh, if you're, you're about to hear the same information that I, I said on there. Uh, essentially, I had a store credit that I really needed to use at Ame Leondor. And I had received something for Christmas that just didn't work. And so I decided to return it. And I started buying a bunch of pants. The pants never worked. I, I just don't have, I don't have the lower body that fits into their pants. That's, I've just learned this at this point. And so I finally was like, you know what? I've got some trips coming up. The warm weather's coming out. And so when they dropped their spring summer collection, I saw some shirts on there that I really loved, but I wasn't sure if I could pull them off. And the best way that I could ensure that I could pull it off was by being as upfront about worrying about pulling it off just so people could tell me, no, you're kind of pulling that off. <laughs> and so what I ended up doing was getting a mesh polo from them for the same prices that my, or essentially the exact same price as what my, my credit was for. And when I received it in the mail, my fears all came to life. It was much more sheer than I was expecting, but I still didn't dislike it. And so I decided I was going to keep it. And when I got to Cabo San Lucas this past weekend, I decided that I would bust it out. It still had the tags on when I, when I got it out, which I did not even realize. And I have to say, I'm a full convert to mesh shirts at this point. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I was really, really excited for you when I, I was, I was kind of waiting, you know, just waiting for, the, for some, some kit picks to drop from Cabo to, to, to see if you did it. And, and yeah, I hope I'm glad that your fears were completely kind of, you know, uh, eliminated by, by, by being able to, to rock this, especially in, in the type of setting that you were in. It looked great. It, it looked great on you. It, it did not, you know, it did not look like some, you know, super open showy mesh polo. It just, it, it, it was just a vibe. You shifted the vibes down in Cabo. Man. I, I tried to it at least. I mean, so the, the issue with the shirt that I got is that it's not a shirt that you can open up. And so it makes it much more difficult to layer something underneath it to cover up your nipples. And, you know, nipples are a big thing. Uh, and, you know, you know, it's, you don't see nipples in the wild all that often, especially at group dinners or, uh, you know, at the bar and stuff. And so having your nipples out, it's a little, it's, it makes you a little self-conscious. I mean, some people are, are saying that men's nipples are actually more taboo than women's nipples. So. I, I am more, it's more jarring to see a guy's nipple in public when you're not, when, when you're like, not supposed to. Yeah. Right, it's like, right. what, like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Why is your nipple out? <laughs> Um, Barrett, you, you wore, you layered, uh, your mesh shirt underneath your suit for Dylan's wedding a couple weeks, or I guess, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got rave reviews from pretty much everybody on it. 
Yes. So, so, you know, the, the, the open knit is the, is the kind of the big thing that we're, that we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, you've got the one that like leans more into the mesh. Uh, the one that I have is like, like is essentially like a lace yes. almost, but, but they both are, are, are kind of doing the same thing, which is creating a little bit of a sheer body in a men's shirt, which is something new and kind of, you know, feels sexy and a little bit, uh, uh, uncomfortable, but, but in a good way for, for guys out there, but, and, and for the most part, they're really taking to it that I, I was just, um, you know, I'm a tab boy. Everybody knows I'm a tab boy. You can see I've, I've got <laughs> you an, have so many tabs <laughs> open right now, Barrett. Uh, I mean, just, just, I just popped over to, to urban outfitters website today because they, you know, I saw, I saw this little ditty right here. Well, you, you know, did a more, whole story on club cool at mesh, club cool more, pod mm-hmm. on Instagram. And you did a bunch of alternatives for the the kind of, you know, expensive ALD shirts. And a lot of those shirts looked so similar to the ones on ALD that like, I don't think a lot of people would even know what you were wearing. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll just add to it that the weekend before I had worn a different like kind of mesh lacy style shirt. And and I, again, it was received with with nothing short of raves. <laughs> <laughs> it, like I don't want ga- to gas myself up too much here, but like the, you, this is this is a, a cresting wave, and if you jump on it now, like you're guaranteed just compliments left and right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I was getting compliments as much as I was getting comments, but I also uh, I'm of the the camp of people who do not have the traditional physique of someone trying to show off their physique when they're out in public, and so I've made a little guide, Barrett. And are you, uh, this is for, this is for all my, uh, my guys out there who maybe don't make it to the gym nearly as much as they want to, who maybe don't necessarily want to show off their nipples at a group dinner. My first step to wearing a mesh or lace shirt is discuss it with everyone before you you wear it and <laughs> while you're wearing it. You got to make sure that everyone is aware that you know that you are doing it. Uh, because I, like if once you have confronted the elephant in the room that, you know, you can see your body through your shirt, you know, it's, it's all done after that. No one can actually say anything that can hurt you because you've already confronted it. My next is you only take photos from at least eight feet away. <laughs> uh, if someone is in range of being able to do a portrait mode photo of you, you need to back up a little bit, especially if you're being a little self-conscious about it. Okay. It reduces the size of the, the knit, mm-hmm. which is essential for me. And uh, you just kind of look better for it. And uh, I think you told me this before. If you can't tone it, tan it before you wear this shirt. That's right. And so I made sure that I wore it to our dinner, not the first night because that would have been a waste. And so I wore it to the dinner the second night after spending some significant time in the sun. And I think it very much helped me. And it definitely helped my confidence just being like, oh, I'm tan. I also did a cold plunge before I went and put the shirt on. I had to tighten all the skin up. (laughs) And then my, my final one is that if you're hesitant about wearing this, just ensure that you're only wearing it for party boy or party girl situations. Yeah, that, I, I was going to throw that one on there if you didn't have it. Uh, you, you I, I think that you debuted it in the perfect setting and it'll probably make you more comfortable about trying it here in Austin, I think. Yes. Because you, you, you know, like maybe it's not just a like a casual Saturday bar hang. Yeah. But like the next time you're doing like a cooler, you know, celebratory fancy dinner or something. You know, maybe maybe tiki tatsia or, yeah. or or something that has a little bit of a vibe like that. Like I think you'll feel, you know, you 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 debuted it in the setting where it made the most sense. Now it's even more approachable in a, in some adjacent settings. Doing it on vacation where barely anybody knows you is a great thing. 
uh, doing it surrounded by people who, you, I mean, it's, it, it was a lot of my best friends on that vacation. So it was like, it was very easy to do that without worrying then. Right. Uh, I, it, the comfortability, I know I'm not talking about the actual physical comfortability. I'm talking about the emotional comfortability. I can't say the word right now, whatever. Uh, is such a big thing. I compare it to when I got my, I got a Western hat when we were in Colorado a couple of falls ago. And I was very gun shy to wear it anywhere but Colorado because, you know, Western hats are a, kind of a statement. Sure. And so I started to wear it when I would go walk down the street from our apartment to pick up pizza. I would wear it at night to go pick up pizza just to get out in public, maybe give a nod to somebody <laughs> as I'm walking by, but just, you know, feel better about being in public and kind of forget that you're wearing what kind of feels like a costume piece at, at certain points. Yeah. Um, do you have any other, like, I know you put it on the club cool Instagram story. What are some other ones out there that aren't from ALD that might be some cheaper alternatives for people? Yeah. The, the, I mean, so, so I just popped over to, to urban outfitters where I had pulled one up. Um, and th this is obviously like has a little bit different of a look cause it's a, a tipped collar and, and almost has like a button down short sleeve cardigan vibe, which is, um, so it's almost like a mix of like your, your, your other um, your, your window pane kind of polo sweater piece, uh, th that's doing the mesh thing. But, uh, it, I mean, the truth is that they're that they're popping up everywhere. The, the, the one that, that is probably most similar that seems to be gaining some traction is from a band brand. And I, I hope I pronounce this right, but I probably won't. It's Perta de Ego. Hey, at least you won't hear from anybody if you uh, say it incorrectly. <laughs> Um, sorry, the, that was a uh, Loewe blow. It's a uh, P E R T E D apostrophe E G O. If you, if you, if you want to search it, um, I'm scrolling their website here, uh, on our, on our video, you can see that a lot of it is this like corridor body crochet knit vibe that they're doing. Um, but, but they've got a lace shirt that's at a pretty approachable price point and, uh, compared comparatively to, mm -hmm to ALD or to Bodhi or whoever else. Well, these shirts are, they're obviously going to be a little more expensive because they are this lace or this mesh that is probably much more expensive yeah. to produce. So um, it's not like, it's not like you can just go some, you can't go to like, you can't go to Randy's favorite site, Shein and go get, you probably can. You probably can't. Yeah. Well, Honestly, what am I talking can. about? Of course yeah. you can go there and get a cheap yeah, one. I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, yeah but yeah, if you're, <laughs> if, if you're desperate for the $12 version of this, then, then I'm, I'm almost positive Shein has it. I try not to get on my high horse much during these episodes, but like now that we've already shit on Sheen enough, I'm definitely going to be on my high horse every single time. Um, but I, I, I mean, really, just like you can even just Google men's lace shirt and you're, you're going to see them pop up places. Stussy has done a couple of different ones. Are they having a resurgence um, right now? Or have they been having a resurgence? Been, I would say Stussy has been having a resurgence over the last two and a half, three years. Yeah. I need to start frequenting their site more. I need they, to get on their mailing list. They've been working with Our Legacy, doing like collaborations there. They've really been like pushing, pushing, uh, you know, kind of design forward stuff and, and as well as all their kind of like cool surfy and skate basics. So mm -hmm. it's, 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 um, they're definitely having a, another moment in their, in their history. So, um, but I yeah, the, I love uh, to be so old that uh, a company that I wore as a child is now having a resurgence <laughs> and I can, I can notice the resurgence. Yeah, de de definitely check out the the Perta de Ego if you want something that's like nearly a one for one with the the ALD. I'll put a link to this sure. stuff in the uh, the post that I'll do for this on the uh, Substack. Will Yeah, and, 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 and the, those stories have have disappeared, but I'll 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 see if those are still available, and we can we can throw them on the uh, hit them with a highlight. We can throw them. Yeah, I'll throw them on the highlight. I sure will. Uh, I, I I wanted to add one more to your uh, to your suggestions. 
will about like be, pulling these off if yes, you're if you're yes. feeling nervous about it. The uh, throw a layer under or over. Mm-hmm. You you like you know I, I wore the uh, the the ALD Rico under a suit like you mentioned. It's a great way to to have the best of both worlds, right? Because like you see a little glimpse of it mm-hmm. when the full suit is on, then you get to the reception or the after party or wherever else, and you pop it off, and it's like. Then you get then you get your second act. Oh yeah, sure. oh yeah. You know? I mean, you, yeah. Like I know, I know the bride did a uh, a change in the middle of the reception, yeah, but yeah. like I mean, when I saw your change, it just it, my head just swung over, and I was like, yeah, Barrett just did it. Uh, but the other way that you'll see ALD style these is with like a classic A tank. Um, in a, in previous eras, we would have called that a wife beater. Uh, I, I still don't understand how that ever became the name of it. I, but. I don't know. I really don't. I, we probably don't want to know. That's yeah, that's, that's the honest truth. Yeah. Um, apparently those are called a tanks. I don't know why they're called a tanks. I'll take it though. Either. I'm glad you, I didn't know that. And I, I was trying yeah. to describe a tank top to somebody in, in Mexico this past weekend. And then I, I was like, is there any other word besides wife beater? <laughs> I was actually, I was talking to Dave's wife, Alyssa about it. And I was just like, there has to be something else. Uh, but, but so yeah, you, you know, you can, you can throw a tank under one of these or, or, or do something like that and kind of get and, and get a little bit of the coverage mm-hmm. on your, on your person and then almost wear it as like a, a like an overshirt or, or a second layer. So that, that, that's the last thing that I throw out there for, for kind of ways to ease into the, to the mesh and the lace shirt game. I can't wait to wear it again. Not only did I feel great in it, it was it was one of the more comfortable things I've I've worn out in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the summer of bloatcore, but it's also lace shirt summer. So. Yeah, it's spray tan summer. It's everything it's, summer. That's right. The vibes yeah. are all just flying in one direction. I'd say the vibes are shifting to just like it being like you know just a just a hot boy summer. Yeah, I mean, it, I think yeah. it might be. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to shout out one of our sponsors here because, uh, they actually came up very clutch this past weekend. I was trying to get my bloke on and there was a soccer game that I wanted to watch that was taking place in England. Uh, we tried to go to a sports bar to watch it. And unfortunately the sports bar on the premises was closed. And so we didn't have any way of watching this as none of our streaming platforms worked in, uh, Mexico. And so what did I do? I thought to myself, oh yeah, Nord VPN. If you just need to watch something, you're out of the country, you're, you're blacked out from, from a game or something, you can access NordVPN from anywhere. So you don't have to miss your favorite content from home when you're traveling abroad. It just takes a click. You open the map, you click on a location, and you'll be connected in seconds. It's that easy. You can find, I mean, a platform isn't, if, if a platform's not available in your country, you can simply change your virtual location and boom, it's done. There's no more bandwidth throttling based on traffic type. And since NordVPN encrypts all traffic, your internet service provider can't slow down your streaming speed and you're just living good. I had the pleasure of watching Liverpool uh, tie Tottenham Hotspur and uh, I got to do it all on vacation in the comfort of my room with the doors open, with the pool just right outside. It was a beautiful situation. Be like me and go grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com scaries and use code scaries to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus a free threat protection and one additional month free. It's completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and free threat protection plus one additional month for free by going to nordvpn.com scaries with code scaries. There are a lot of people reaching out to me this this uh, past weekend, Barrett. I got off the plane, I checked my email, and I saw that I had gotten an early access link to a brand that we've already talked about today and a brand that we've probably mentioned on most episodes so far, <laughs> Amelion Dorp, that they did a pretty much a fly fishing collaboration with Woolrich. Uh, I've 
very much out of all the collaborations that ALD has done in the past, their Woolrich stuff always gets me the most excited. And I think it's just the northerner in me. But I mean, you know, that Casentino wool, it just, it right, hits different. Right. It does. It does hit different. Uh, I do own a couple of things that were from previous collaborations that were kind of splurge purchases, but I, I always look forward so much to those that I, I don't feel really guilty about doing that. Um, this fly fishing one was, I don't want to say it was surprising to me because I know that people have been appropriating fly fishing, myself included, for years now. It's been a hobby that I've bought the equipment for and that I've tried to do very sparsely, mm -hmm. but it's not one that has really stuck with me, unfortunately, despite how much I have kind of enjoyed it. This collaboration was kind of out of left field to me. They didn't tease it very much. We didn't see very much. Um, and I mean, it's it looks like just straight up fly fishing gear. Yeah, the, uh, I was really not sure what to make of this collection either. Um, uh, Teddy Sands is the creative director and designer over it. Ame is is well known for for several things. Styling, I would say first and foremost, and maybe second to that is basically like being just a total absolute like Ralph Lauren stand. Yes, you know? like everything that he does is like kind of in the footsteps of of '90s Ralph Lauren, which also referenced a lot of this kind of like outdoor sport, mm -hmm. you know, whether it was like fishing or hunting or, or, or some combination of the, thereof or, or in between or hiking or whatever. Um, and, and ALD has done a lot of that. The difference for me was that they always used it as like a reference point. Yeah. And so there'd be like something that they called a wading jacket, but then was like very wearable outside of like a fly fishing circumstance. Oh, it would have situation. been more wearable outside of the fly fishing situation than in. Yeah. Whereas this stuff, I feel like if I showed up to the bar in this stuff, people would be like, uh, what did, are, did you literally just go fly fishing? Yeah. Like, why and, why are you wearing this? Th this um, almost all of it, like you said, this looks like it should be in an Orvis basically. <laughs> yeah. And so it, 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 it Got to, it's that tough balancing act where it's like, well, if you're a legit fly fisherman, like I got a buddy who fly fishes three or four times a week, lives in Telluride, guides on the weekends. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like he, this is what he loves to do. There is no chance in hell that he would wear any of this. Our good friend, good friend of the program, Fly Fishing Charlie. He uh, is also a fly fishing guide and he was uh, on, I previously interviewed him on Sunday Scary's podcast. He posted a slide from this to the story yesterday. It said like, I need to see this guy cast right now. Need to see it. <laughs> it's just not happening. And so that, you know, so if, if you're hardcore like sportsmen and fly and actual fly fishermen aren't going to wear it, then you're, you're only pitching this to the style boys. In which case, like, then you're walking the streets of New York or Austin or wherever, and you, like, have a giant bass fish on your back. The, out of all like the things in it, this collection, the pink shirt with the giant bass on the back was the one that made me, like, turn my head the most. Yeah, it looks like a bass anyway. I guess it's probably a rainbow trout. Yeah, but. we're, we're, we're going to get, like, canceled for not knowing <laughs> what kind of fish it was in the back of the ALD collab. <laughs> it's, it, it looks like it's a trout, but it... The way that it's, it's a shaped, it's a rainbow that, trout. We can, can we, let's just get that out there. Yeah. It's definitely a rainbow trout. But it's got that like Bass Pro kind of vibe to it. Like yes. you know, we, when we were in college, we were all about like the super gaudy graphic tees from um, uh, from Guy Harvey, mm -hmm. right? And oh so, yeah. So this I is, had I had Guy Harvey tees. Th this is playing a lot on that as well. And then you know you get to those items that that would have fit that that earlier mold, right? Like what they called a wading jacket this year is like sick from the front, like looks, looks wearable and, and, you know, for, for, for other applications. And then they threw the big fish logo on the back mm -hmm. again. 
Mm-hmm. So now, so so now it's like even if I loved this jacket, well, what if I don't really like to fish? Then yeah. you just then you just took this jacket away from me. Yeah, it does. It it just immediately gives you no credibility if you're not already doing if that. If you're type not of already activity. doing that type of thing, and so we we actually got into like a, a pretty big discussion over on the Club Cool Discord about like whether wearing this collection for style like would feel poserish at all. Yeah. And you know, then that you, 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 you can find yourself on a slippery slope because then it's like, well, a leather moto jacket that that's for riding a motorcycle and you're not going to ride a motorcycle when you wear that. So it's like, you can kind of denim was for, you know, was for, for working was for like gold mining or whatever, mm-hmm. when Levi's made it in 1867. But you know, so, so, and you're not going gold mining when you're wearing denim. So it's, you, you can start making that type of argument. But I, I, so I, I, so then I started drilling down into this more and more and I was like, it, it really is, if you pulled this fish patch and the fish logo off of this stuff, I would have found this collection far more palatable and far more like, you know, finding inspiration in something rather than like making super high end streetwear versions of performance gear. I think I would have found it more palatable had it dropped in September, October. Yeah. As opposed to after they've just had this very, I don't want to say tropical, but you know, kind of like warm weather, summery feel. This has anything but a summery feel to me. So I was thrown off when I saw that and I couldn't really believe that that's like what they dropped after everything else. Right. Right. No, it, it, it definitely, yeah, it's a fleece. It's a cable knit sweater. It's a jacket. It's pants. It's I mean, These are heavy things. Like the, yeah. the fleece that is a rainbow trout print, like that's a, that's an aggressive fleece. Like yeah. you, you're not wearing that in Northern states during this time. I mean, maybe you could, but like, I mean, that's a heavy fleece. Yeah. Uh, the authenticity part of it is what kind of scares me. We touched on it in the last episode talking about the soccer jerseys when I was kind of urging people to, to go vintage as opposed to going... Yeah. With something that's current because it just looks better and makes more sense and you don't want to get called a poser. And so I I just worry that like all these col- uh, uh, collaborations or inspirations that like we're just going to go so far into these different interests <laughs> that like we're just all posers all the time. Right. Right. And 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 I mean, ALD does this a lot. Right. Like like they they, they do the collaboration with Porsche. Not everybody wearing that has a Porsche. Correct. They do the sunny basketball league stuff. Not everybody that wears that plays basketball or was in an a- was on an AAU team. Mm-mm. So it's like they're, they're you know they, they, this is actually kind of but the, on par for the brand. I just this one more than any other I f- has taken it to a new level where it's like this is straight up fishing gear that I'm not going to wear fishing and that I now feel like I the, like I'm going to have a hard time getting into since I'm not that big of a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it just in this, it's in this weird in between. And I, I'll, I will, I'll catch, I'll couch all of this by saying that if this green fishing shirt makes it to the end of season sale, I'm copping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they didn't even sell out a lot of this stuff, which kind of tells so, me everything I need to know based on what they do. Yeah. You know, cause like that, this was the one piece that I was like, okay, I, I I'm feeling the pockets, the, the, the kind of the, the reference to like mesh nets and, and, and fishing vests. But this does not have any fish logo visible on it, and 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 I can that that makes that makes it so that I can get I can get behind it more. Yeah, I might need to bookmark a couple of these yeah. things and then revisit it when uh, maybe it's on on some other website, maybe secondhand. Because yeah. I mean, there are some cool things in here, but yeah, there's just not there was nothing on there where I was like, oh, have to get that because it just it felt so disingenuine to me. So yeah, is is Woolrich? Would you have before this? Would you have thought like Woolrich equals fishing? No. 
Okay. Not for me, but the, I, I also am not that deep in the game. This, like this must have been been kind of pulled from like Woolrich Archive or something, right? Like a lot I assume, of like, yeah. Like I mean, I feel like they take everything from from a very specific source, which yeah. I appreciate. Like I like that they try to do that, but I, I would assume that they, yeah, that they went into the archives and tried to figure something out. Yeah. I mean, my mom get my mom uh, did a needlepoint collar for my dog Rosie, and it's rainbow uh, trout. Mm-hmm. Like it looks just like that. It looks literally like just like the the fleece. Yeah. Maybe I need the fleece so Rosie and I can get uh, matching fits off on our maybe walls. Your, maybe your mom should start slanging those dog collars. I mean, it, that it, sounds pretty fresh. It took her a long time. <laughs> it was supposed to be a Christmas gift for one year, and it ended up being a Christmas gift for the next year. So it might be a little bit, but yeah. Hey, well, that's that, all that. All that means is that she can charge like seven hundred dollars. Exactly. Like yeah, this is a bespoke dog collar. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, since we're not really buying anything immediately from there, and we, I still am kind of jonesing to buy some stuff. Barrett, what's on your wish list this week? Um, if you listen to kind of the the precursor episodes that 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 retail therapy was kind of born out of, when I would pop on for gift guides uh, a, cu- a couple of times in the past, we we had a piece of our gift guide that was like just like kind of over the top extravagance, mm-hmm. you know, the insane gift for the person that has everything. That probably nobody needs or, or is actually going to buy, but we want to talk about it. We channeled it's, goof because it because it's worth mentioning. That's what I'm doing for my wish list edition today. Okay, I love this. The, this this is a, something that came on my radar today, and it it, it fits really nicely with um, you know, with the summer of blowcore that we continue to mention. And I just I, all I can say is that I wish I had these today to go with you know with my vintage soccer shirt, and that is the Gucci edition Adidas Gazelles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, these are going to run you a cool $850 for a shoe that is typically under 100. Oh, so, yes. You know, I just mean, a, the just Sambas a... that I wore as a child were about $60 <laughs> at that time, maybe even $40 at that time. Um, and it looks like, you know, right now you even just have to join the wait list and, and kind of cross your fingers. But uh, look at look at this. You telling me this the red version of these wouldn't just pop off with this uh No, you're right. with this flamingo jersey that I've got on today. You're um, right. That that's really like if if I if I was a real one I'd have these already. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, much so. like we tried to get some we tried to convince uh, uh, a listener to buy a Chanel bag. Maybe we maybe we need to have the listeners convince you to convince get the $850 to, to, to pair to of Sambas. $1000 on Gazelles. Or Gazelles, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are I I like the colorways they're doing the, here. The colorways are great. I'm sure the, they must have you know, five hundred dollars of this price is just because they're Gucci. But the other, you know, I'm sure that we're dealing with like Napa suede and made in Italy and like all sorts of other cool artisanal things that if I continue to read into, I'm going to m- make myself need. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I did need to shout out the the Gucci gazelles here because they're. I'm imagining the meme of the dude standing in the corner at the party and him just saying like they have <laughs> they no don't. they have no idea these are the Gucci ones. <laughs> they don't. <know. laughs> That's ex- that's exactly right. It's yeah, like yeah. you know stepping out like no, nah, these are the fresh ones. Everyone else is like, oh, he 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 wore sambas to the party, like <laughs> yeah. And that you, I mean, you do bring up a good point. You can grab just a regular pair of like a Gucci sneakers that will people will definitely know are Gucci mm-hmm. for less than the eight hundred fifty dollars price tag here. So I I don't know why these are so special, but uh, but they, they felt worth mentioning. So. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I have less specificity with my. Uh, uh, with my wish list item today. I said that I was not going to do any more clothing stuff, but I've gotten to the point where like I need I need some clothing stuff and I have taken I was going to get a fake plant. I was going to add maybe something some something for my wall. I have a giant wall that's just needs something in front of it. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of either blocking it with a plant 
or getting some type of, I don't know, like some type of wall decor that's not a framed photo or sure. framed print. But instead, uh, I'm going to prepare for a concert that I'm going to in about a month and I need to get a vintage Grateful Dead t-shirt. That's, that's what I've decided. I'm going to Dead & Company at Dodger Stadium and I need a vintage Grateful Dead shirt. Through my research, these are so much more expensive than I ever anticipated them being. Oh, this is like top. This is this is the top of the market as far as vintage bansies go. Yeah, it's insane. And so when I saw that, I was a little you know disconcerted. But the good news for me is that the style that I would try to achieve is much different than the most expensive versions of those shirts. I'm looking for something a little more subdued, maybe a little more relaxed. Maybe I won't even go vintage in this in this in this specific scenario. But I need something that I can. I know that like you're not supposed to wear the band T-shirt to the, the actual shows, but Grateful Dead shows and Dead and Company shows, I should be saying, I feel like it's a different vibe where you have to lean into that and you have to get into it because everybody else has. Yeah, I've also been told by listeners who have reached out, and I appreciate them reaching out about this, that uh, the bef before the concert is the best time to go get some cool merch because they've got vendors that are just lining everything. Yeah, right. The right. walk-in is supposed to be a really fun part and that's where you can get some really cool stuff. But I can't wait that long. I ha I'm going to be freaking out if I don't have something. So yeah. I need to go get something beforehand. Maybe I'll go to, I don't know. There's there's no shortage of, of dead merchandise out there at this point, whether it's on, uh, I mean, literally anybody. Like I've got stuff from uh, Will Bryant who's been on Sunday Scary's podcast. He's done some stuff. I'm wearing some grateful socks right now. That, oh, wow. Yep. I'm really leaning in right now. Yeah. You, you, you're you just making sure that you're prepared for this concert. I bought these for the concert and I will be wearing them to the concert. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I need to get well, a shirt for this. I, not to, you know, I, uh, maybe not more importantly, but what, what is Sally going to wear to the concert? That's a good question as well. Yeah. I, we haven't, I haven't confronted that yet. She'll figure it out. She's, I feel like she's got more in her arsenal right now than I do. If she starts right now, she could probably get like a dread or two going. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Let's, let's see how that goes. I'll pitch that. I tried to get her, I did, you know, the odds game that I like yeah. to play all the time. I tried to do odds with us uh, people on, on vacation this past week of whether or not they would return home with their hair braided. <laughs> Nobody wanted to go for it. Unfortunately, I even tried to negotiate down to just one single strand of bead and still nobody went for that. So maybe, maybe if I can get Sally to do a dread, I'll, I'll get some, uh, I'll get some beads in my hair next time I go to Mexico. There you go. Yeah. Well, another one in the books. I had fun today. Anytime we can talk about mesh shirts, spray tans, and everything else, you know, as long as the vibes are shifting, we're going to be here. That's right. Ladies, gentlemen, I guess we'll see you next week. See you next week. All right.